0: This week
1: in the world of news, from books, beards, and booze. All right, as always, I'm Bob of Tells by Bob,
2: and the Ask the Podcast, Derek.
0: I'm creative consultant Tanya.
1: This is take two because this has been the week of bullshit when it comes to technology.
0: Beep beep beep. Technical difficulties. Uh,
1: everything that could go wrong in the most Dumb ways possible has gone wrong this week.
2: Well, I mean, at least it matches us that way. <laughs> Honestly,
0: Fair. that was my actual week, not just like technology week, but just week. my whole ass week was it, just like,
2: like like I was sh- just in a fog all week. And so was like,
1: over Monday, I started. I'm doing a hundred days, like a hundred day challenge of like working out every day, making sure I write every day, no drinking, eating better, whole bunch of stuff like that. And so I was just like, you know, on on that Monday, I was like. I, th- I think I snapped you and like it, Monday just been a good day. Like a couple things actually yeah. went my way for once. It was it was a, it was a and sa- day. same thing for you. Yeah. Like I was like, man, our, I feel like our luck is turned. And then like two <laughs> hours later <laughs> she snaps me is like, boom, I just got hit with this bill from out of nowhere that I was not anticipating. I thought I, a I
0: substantial th- bill. Yeah, yeah I was
1: like, and so it's was like that's every, like every time I get a good snap from her, I get like two or three <laughs> good snaps and then there'll just be some bullshit. Like and that's been her all week.
0: Yeah, it's like ooh, I handled a bunch of adult things. It was stressful, paying bills, doing all that kind of stuff. I'm like, mm, I'm gonna treat myself to an ice cream. Go to McDonald's. Of course, the ice cream machine doesn't fucking work. Why would it? So I go across like a couple blocks around. I'm just gonna go to Dairy Queen. They're paving that road, and I couldn't get to Dairy Queen. Like fuck me. Yeah, it was just.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, on I mean, Tuesday I got, you got sushi.
0: I did. So. I did get. I did get sushi on Tuesday. So
1: again, a good but. thing she got sushi. The bad thing is with Derek. Oh, oh wow! Savage. I didn't say that. Savage. I wish I get out, been, out of my house. <laughs> I wish I had been there because that calamari looked real good. It was tasty. I um, only
0: bought it so I could snap it and rub it in your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair that's, that's fair fairly
0: accurate yeah, yeah. like i looked at Derek's. like i should get this i should get I this like, calamari and send pictures to bob <laughs> yeah it looks they look
1: like should be really good it is tasty it's you good. had it um, that's the one i ordered myself. oh yeah that's right yeah i had some yeah, All right. tasty. so okay. anyway um so we haven't tried anything new on the podcast in a while beverage wise beverage wise so we've got some uh written house rye and as i said earlier i'm not drinking for 100 days um so, uh, but I've already had this. Don't
2: worry, Boo. I got you. Yeah,
1: I've already had this. Uh, they they carry this at Crew, uh, and so I've had it there. But it's the Heaven Hills Distillery brand rye whiskey. So you two, give it a try. It it smells good.
0: It, well, it smells. It smells like it smells like liquor. I'm a. Derek. I'm Not I'm not. It's okay. I'm not a fan.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't think you were going to be, like, no, all about it. But no. Derek, I could see Derek, potentially. I,
2: I like it. Okay. The, How does it compare? Do you like the Templeton Rye more? It's been so long since I've had yeah. Templeton Rye. Oh, no, I guess I'll just have to buy some Templeton uh, Rye no. sometime.
1: I'll say this, this this is cheaper than the Templeton Rye. Really? Yeah. Buy a decent amount. So.
2: I don't know. I, I like, uh, I like it. Okay, yeah.
1: good. Good, good, good. Uh, Speaking of (laughs) rye, Mm. this headline is a rye wit. So um, I read an interesting article where a guy was basically saying potentially rye whiskey is heading in the direction that craft beer headed. And what he meant by that was craft beer has blown the fuck up, right? Yes, yes. Like it's everywhere now. But it wasn't a generation ago. Um, right. But basically, what we have now is a generation that has come of age where craft beer has always been a thing, pretty much as long right. as, as long as it was on their radar, they can remember it. And so that's why partly why it's blown up so much, is it's part of the culture.
0: Kind of the expectation is you're going to go and you're going to be able to pick more than just four beers, Yeah, posts. right. Yeah.
1: So, um, if anything, uh, I'm almost annoyed by how many choices I have. You I know? get
0: decision paralysis. Yeah, kind of. same. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so that, hence why it took me until I was thirty to graduate college.
0: Same. <laughs> High five! Yay! Um,
2: that's exactly so what happened. Yeah. so in the mid nineties,
1: they only sold sixteen thousand cases of rye whiskey a year, which is fuck God, all. That's so low. Yeah. The, that's fuck the whole. whole that's really. the
0: whole country. Whole country. Sixteen thousand cases
1: a year. Yeah. But now, last year, last year, they sold over a million cases, all right? So what they're thinking is now because of stuff like, they specifically mentioned this Rittenhouse Rye, um, because of stuff like that, it's it's cult, It's become part of the culture now. So they're thinking in about five years, we're going to have a generation come of age that rye whiskey's always been a thing. Yeah. Like a popular thing. Yeah. Um, so they're thinking we might wind up with a shortage maybe, mm. which I don't think will run out. It's not going to be like the Japanese whiskey. I think it's just going to drive the prices up.
2: Yeah. I think, and I don't even, because like it, it couldn't be as bad as the Japanese ones because Japanese was, they were also winning awards and stuff like that. Like, yeah unless all of the rye just started winning a whole bunch of shit it, it wouldn't escalate well, the shortage that Yeah, much. And
1: there's also you got to think this is like there's so many companies that make rye, you know. Yeah. Um, but they're also saying interestingly like rye whiskey, American rye whiskeys don't sell in Europe. Uh, they sell like fuck all because if people buy American whiskey in Europe, they, they want, want it to be bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um,
0: I mean, let's let's be real. If I want to buy whiskey, I want it to be bourbon also. I was about to say, it's (laughs) bourbon. I
1: want it to be dark in color and get me drunk is really what I look for in whiskey. Here's the
2: thing. (laughs) Rye has a specific flavor profile. It does. And generally, generally, I think bourbon is just more... User friendly. It's smoother. I kind of view rye as I view
1: scotch. Like rye seems more of an acquired taste than necessarily whiskey. It's a little,
2: a little harsher. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. There's more of a bite to it. Yeah.
1: And I just, I just like a smooth, I'm a smooth
2: operator. I like the bite when I want the bite kind of thing. So like when I'm in the mood for it, I love rye. But most of the time I'm not going to be in the mood for rye. Yeah. I'm going to be, just give me a nice, like, uh, why do I always blank on this? Give me some Clyde Mays. W- Woodford reserves. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 All right. Follow up, bit of news. This headline is a beardless again Christian. ha <laughs> ha. Oh, uh,
2: your headlines uh, are.
1: Y'all brought this on yourselves. No,
2: but like that one's not like. I expect it's more a, bo- from a born you.
1: again Christian a beardless. Again- All right, so I anyway, mean, that's that's <clears> a, <throat> a
2: stretch <throat> even
1: for you. Well, yeah. that's part of my hundred day challenge. Is I want to do stretches every day. Yikes! Oh, stretching my, God. my <laughs> So um, And I've been my- succeeding. Mm. All right, so so we did the news bit about the Atlantic City firefighter who sued the department to keep his beard. Oh yeah, because he's a born okay. again Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the judge denied,
0: womp, womp.
1: that, and they said. Um, Basically, their reasoning was the police uh, the the firefighter force used to be two hundred and sixty people. It's down in like the high one hundreds now, mm-hmm. and they were saying like there because of the reduction in force, there is a chance he would have to go into fires. That makes uh, sense. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I mean, couldn't he just like. Keeping a rollco in his fire bag, and when they, he's going, just no, like they, Near. they, got, they ain't got time for that. While he's in the truck traveling someplace, no. can't he just like shave no, the no. hole for ain't the got, beard, the mask to go? That way, time. he's got like I fucking chop. Well, what if the what if goatee? the bat-
1: what if the battery's not charged or something? You know. Uh, so I guess yeah. So they they actually apparently they looked in to see if they could find a mask that would uh, work, and they do make masks that work with beards. But they're not like by New Jersey state law, yeah. the firefighters have to use this type of mask. And there's not a this type of mask that huh. has that. So Okay. So Big Razor strikes again.
2: I was gonna say, are we convinced this this is or isn't Big Razor? Because this doesn't feel like Big Razor. At first I thought it was, but it's There's an s- actual reason behind. Big it. Razor, well,
1: no, big, big razor is
2: the one that instituted
1: the, the law. Yeah, the law. Like yeah. they could tweak the law to allow maybe another type of face mask, mask. Mm-hmm. and big razor lobbyists no, clearly no, no. have have nixed that. Um. All right. So you know we just had April first.
0: Yeah. April, so, April Fool's Day.
1: Yeah. So this headline is April <laughs> follicles. I don't know. That uh, was a stretch. Even by These mice. are so
0: bad. <laughs> Weak. Uh.
1: So, Representative John Lewis, uh, who is a low key kind of hero of mine. Uh, when I was in college, a, uh, at Troy, they had a thing where he visited the college and they got us all to read his autobiography. And it, it was really good. Um, but so, he made an April Fool's announcement uh, on Monday saying that he plans to grow a beard to avoid being mistaken for Representative Elijah Cummings. The statement noted that the announcement comes after, and I quote, years of baldest press reports that have confused the two famously clean-shaven <laughs> African-American members of Congress. I guess being mistaken does have its advantages, though, Lewis added. Elijah's younger than me, so I guess being mistaken for him is kind of a compliment. Maybe, maybe one day when I have a schedule conflict, I'll see if he wouldn't mind sitting in on a <laughs> hearing for me. I think <laughs> anyone would notice. And if you look at them, they are two older black men with shaved heads and like clean, completely like shaved head, no beard or anything, <laughs> and I can see that they kind of favor. So yeah, I, <laughs> huh.
0: I think like Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe or whatever his name is, Harry Potter and yeah. Frodo Baggins, they should they should set up something similar. I bet
1: you that I wouldn't be surprised if they have.
0: But like, we just don't know because no one yeah. can tell the two apart. Yeah, pretty How do you much.
1: Not tell the two apart.
0: They're identical.
1: I, yeah. I get confused. A lot. Um,
0: I want to see a movie where Elijah Wood plays Daniel
2: Radcliffe and Daniel
0: Radcliffe plays Elijah Wood.
2: Face off to electric boogaloo. Yeah. I just
0: want them to play each other in a movie and have everybody go, the fuck? Yeah. They're playing themselves. Yeah. It'd be great.
1: All right. So this bit of news is sad. So Vonda McIntyre passed away. Um, So she might not be on a lot of people's radar, but uh, maybe she should be. So uh, she she's considered a leader of Seattle science fiction community who made her mark with Star Trek novels mostly, but she also did the Clarion West Writer's Workshop. Um, she was 70 years old. She was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer eight weeks ago, mm-hmm. but she managed to complete her final novel, Curve of the World, less than two weeks before she died. Wow. Wow. Um, So she won her first Nebula in 1973 for the Novelette of Mist and Grass and Sand.
2: (laughs) Her first.
1: Yeah. So uh, that story was incorporated into her 1978 novel, Dream Snake, which I just love that name. Dream Snake? Fuck yeah. Mm. Um, Which won a Hugo Award as well as another Nebula. Nice. The Moon and the Sun earned McIntyre her third Nebula in 1998. So, I mean, that's a big gap in time. Like 20 years between... So, like, clearly she kept the career going. Um, A movie based on that novel called The King's Daughter was filmed in 2014 and is awaiting theatrical release. I looked into that. Like, it was filmed in 20... It is done. It is done. They spent $40 million making this movie. Five
0: years later, it's not out?
1: And it's not out. They haven't released it. I couldn't find any reason why. Huh. Um, Odd. Yeah. So, here's my favorite thing. So, having been asked to speak on a panel about sci-fi on TV and realizing that it was likely to include another tired tirade about how awful it was, she planned ahead. During the panel, she said, Wait a minute, I can't believe this. Haven't you people been watching the Starfarer's miniseries? McIntyre said her detailed description left the audience convinced that they'd missed a badly scheduled and unadvertised miniseries. But the story underlying the non existent show was so good that she decided to make it real another way, and she wrote four novels based on the what? That's That is That's the awesome. best story. Yeah, that That's is awesome. Amazing.
0: So she turned a. She was trolling people and yeah. turned it into profit. Yeah. I love it. That's the dream.
2: What a classy lady. Yeah. Trolling for profit.
0: I love so, it.
1: So um, this bit of news is a bit larger because uh, the headline of, of it is Hugo It.
2: That's okay, better. that's acceptable because right. we're talking about the, the finals of the Hugos. Yes. Okay, cool. all right. Yeah,
1: that's okay. So we're not going to talk about all the categories. We're going to talk about the ones that are relevant, relevant to, us. to us. Best Novel. Mm-hmm. The Calculating Stars by Mary Robinette Quall. Record of a Spaceborn Few by Becky Chambers. Revenant Gun by Yoon Ha Lee. Space Opera by Catherine M. Valenti. Spinning Silver by Naomi Novak. Mm-hmm. And Trail of Lightning by Rebecca Roanhorse.
0: I have two of those.
1: Um, yeah, I need to get spinning silver. And I, I, I kind of want to read uh, Trail widening. All right, so the I one that most interests me is Revenant Gun by Yoon Ha Lee. Derek, I found the next book you need to read.
2: Cool, because I'm kind of struggling. All right, in it's book sci-fi. Fi. Right. Okay.
1: It's part of a trilogy. Revenant Gun is the third book in this trilogy. The first one? Is the first the one is called The Nine Fox Gambit.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I've okay. heard really good things about that. Okay. okay.
1: So right. yeah, it Entry. got nominated for a Hugo and yeah, a heavy I've one. Heard really right, good so here's, things about that. So okay. It is sci-fi, uh inc- one of the most unique, awesome, cool premises I've I've ever read sci fi. But Derek, I think you're gonna fall in love with the prose. I think the prose really? is what's gonna Yes. The prose is quite good on this. So that's why I think I think you need to check it out. I'm in. All right. So, uh, I mean, I recognize some of these names. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I didn't know The Record of a spaceborne Few by Becky Chambers or Space Opera by Catherine M. Valenti. Um, I,
0: I know the author names, but I didn't know the books. Well, yeah, and I didn't
1: know... I I know Mary Robinette Qual and Yoon Hawley, Naomi Novick, and Rebecca Roanhorst, but yeah. I didn't know... Their novels. Well I, well, I didn't know Spitting Silver and Trail of Yeah. Um So... You know, uh, but from everything I've been reading, like people are saying this is like the best fucking Hugo lineup in
0: nice. in a
1: long time. Nice. All right. So this one, a lot of people wouldn't focus on this, but I focused on this. And I didn't include everything, but it's the best graphic story. Mm. And uh, I included the ones I cared about. So Monstrous Volume 3 got nominated. I've read Monstrous 1 and I have Monstrous 2. Monstrous is amazing. Uh, I haven't read two yet because I need to reread one mm-hmm. before I read two. And now that three's out, I kinda of been like, oh well three's almost out. Let me wait. just I'll just wait. Yeah. Um Saga, volume nine. Hey. All right. Saga is amazing. Uh and the last one is Paper Girls. So a lot of people might not it's not as popular as Monstrous and Saga, but it is quite popular. And this is volume four. It's uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Again, so it's He's also a monster. saga. Yeah. <laughs> so what has kind of been described to me as, it's a little bit like Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but it's basically like uh, four, four. I think it's like four young girls, like paper, paper girls, uh, get involved in a in a thing. So hmm. it's on my to-get list. I'm just, I think I'm going to wait and see if they come out with like a hardback omnibus mm-hmm. of it, and then I'm going to jump on it. Um best dramatic presentation, long form movies, basically. Um okay, so uh, I think I put everything on this list, but Annihilation. Yeah. Me and me and Tanya saw that. Yeah. It was good.
0: Yeah, it was real fucky at the end. Yeah. In a good way.
1: Yeah. Avengers affinity war. Have uh, y'all y'all both yeah, seen that I saw
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers,
1: that. God. Um Black Panther.
0: That was really good.
1: A quiet place. That was really good
0: too. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I heard really good things about it. Oh, it, yeah, was, it was really real good. good.
0: That was definitely a movie that I'm glad that we went and saw during a matinee on like a fucking Thursday so that it when was there quiet. was yeah. no one there. Well, actually, there was two people behind us and they were eating popcorn at the beginning. And yeah, it I was thought so, that I was going to have to turn around. It was around so and quiet you person. could hear them
1: eating the popcorn. And I like I it got it got touch and go there for a minute. Yeah, but <laughs> but, they,
0: but they realized and stopped also. But yeah, it was kind of like. Bitch, I can hear every squeak of that popcorn against your teeth. I yeah. will murder you.
1: Which is a which is a kind of a nail scratching kind of sound. Yeah, you're not wrong. Anyway,
0: yeah. but yeah, really good movies so
2: far.
1: All right, so uh, last one is Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which
2: apparently should win all of the things. I never saw it, so I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. Seen but I yeah, I've heard nothing, nothing but, but good
1: things. Yeah. Oh, and, sorry, that was next to last. The last thing, which I think I'm the only one that's seen, is Sorry to Bother You, written by Booch Riley. Written and directed by the I Bucci wanted
0: Raleigh. to see that. It I think.
1: was good. It was really good. I think it, I remember the So the premise trailer. behind it is uh young black guy starts working for a telemarketing company and uh they basically like he's not making money and so he starts using his quote unquote white voice and Yeah. And so then he starts racking up sales and then it goes into like a weird it's considered sci-fi. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, I would consider it sci-fi. It goes in a re- weird direction, uh, but it, it was really good. Uh, it's. Yeah. I mean, I I personally would pick a quiet place, but sorry to bother you, would get my my second.
2: I've. Uh, <clears throat> it's one of those things where I have heard so many good things from people that are generally sticks in the mud about Enter the Spider Verse yeah. that I can't imagine that like. Stick in the mud people who don't enjoy anything being like, This is the greatest movie that has come out in the past nice. like five years. It's like, it is the best thing. Um, the
1: thing the weird thing is, I didn't see anything about that movie till it was already out. Yeah. Like, no, I, I saw some Well now to be fair though, I probably did, but I tend to tune out most superhero stuff.
2: My thing is I saw it, but it's because I follow a whole bunch of reactors. Who all love comic book stuff. Yeah. So when the trailer originally came out, they were like, Yo, Spider Man animated movie. Look at this shit. Yeah. And everyone's like, This looks amazing. Cause main character is Miles Morales, who is the best. So Yeah. Um,
1: so here's a weird, weird thing. So Best Fan cast. Um, we weren't on there. What? We're too young it's, it's oh, we we were in the window uh, of eligibility.
0: Mm, so, well, I we'll be there next
1: year. I so, I thought like. that was I thought that was weird. So, Yikes. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. I'll, he, we, Hugo voters uh you're on no. notice. You get you notice. get you get a pass this year. Yeah.
0: But I'm feeling next benevolent
2: year, yeah, next year. We, we here's what it was, guys, is they had to give somebody else an, the opportunity. Because we were, so, we were yeah.
0: such a shoe in They're like, Ugh. It's kind of like keep... watching Alabama football. You know they're going to win, so they had to let us sit out Yeah, so Bleh. that other people can win. Bleh. Yeah, Bleh. I don't like Alabama football. It's why it's, it's boring. Well, yeah. Like Anytime they play, it's like, great, face. super, they're going to win, whatever. face is boring. Go, bo- let's go outside and mow the grass. Roll Tide. Like, um, literally
2: anything. Uh, speaking
1: of that,
0: Auburn, Auburn plays tonight.
2: Yeah, yeah. apparently. Final so,
1: well, I'm leaving here to go to my brother's wedding. And apparently, people have, like, this week, been like, hey, sorry, we're not going to make the wedding. Because the wedding is during the Auburn mm-hmm. game. 100%. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, but that's to, definitely
1: but, a... Well, they've the thing, never been me, to Final but Four But here's before. the thing, though. Why would you want Auburn fans at your wedding anyway? <gasps>
2: Get out! Yikes! So yikes! Yeah, you are actively using hey, our
1: number one fan is Brandon Bastard Ryan. It doesn't and matter. He's, he's, he's a Kiwi. Got me, he's got me with Roll Tide. He's I heard a Kiwi. it. He's I heard a Kiwi. it.
2: All I'm saying is you are actively using my. You are using Auburn electricity right now.
1: Am I? The lights off? I don't know.
2: I will come over there and turn These, that laptop off that's right, fair.
1: right now, ladies. That's fair. Ladies. Okay. So your sports um,
0: balls teams are great.
1: So this, uh, this was kind of neat. TSM. This is the... <laughs> yes. So this is the first year that they uh, they got a new award. It's the Lodestar Award for Best Young Adult Book.
2: Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well, so wait. the other kind of award that they do that's not a Hugo, it's the John W. Campbell Award for Best New Writer. Uh, here's the... I did put all the nominees here. Catherine Arden, it was her second year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. S.A. Chakrabarty. Ch- mm-hmm. uh City of Brass, mm-hmm. which I've got. Going to read soon. Uh, second year of eligibility. RF Kang. Kong. which Kong. Poppy which, War. Poppy War. Um, Jeanette
0: uh-huh.
1: NG. The last name is NG. Okay. I don't have... All right. Veena Jaimin Prasad. We did a short story of hers mm-hmm. on the podcast. Which one? Mm-hmm. Vina Jaimin Prasad.
2: You don't remember what short story it was? No.
1: No. It was one this year though. It's gonna bug me. I recognize um, the name. Uh and then Rivers Solomon, second year of eligibility. <laughs> they were all second year of eligibility except for RF Kong.
0: Yeah. But well, that, that poppy war.
1: Um, also, neat thing that people were excited about, uh they had a have a category for I guess like website y type stuff or something like that. And uh a fan fiction. Like the like the most popular like fan fiction website one. Huh. Um, so they jo- have a
2: soft place in my heart for yeah. The fan joke
1: is that thing. they're all the, they're all Hugo winners now. All these fan fiction guys are Hugo. That's winners. amazing. Whoa. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, th- I thought that was cool.
0: I'd put it on my resume. <laughs> you damn right. So I have nine
1: Fox Gambit now. All right, good. Yeah. It. I. I. Dude, I just started reading for people who, to kind of give the premise behind it here, uh, the what makes this world so cool is uh, how this world or this empire works is they have their own special calendar and everyone believes in the calendar, has to believe the calendar. It's heretical to not believe in the calendar. And because they all believe in this calendar, it allows them to do exotic, almost magical stuff. Um, Like they have sciences based on the number system of this calendar, and it allows them to do what they call exotics. And so, like, the the opening scene is this person is... The main character is the captain of an infantry company, and they are attacking a place with... That has a weather-generating weapon. They, like, generate storms. It's, like, can kill people instantly. And so she tells her, her all her troops... Uh, they're trained to do these special formations. Like, they learn, like, over a hundred different formations. And so she's like, all right, everyone, assume pins fan. And that effect lessens weather. So, like, these lethal weather attacks are lessened against them because they've assumed this, this... Same They're standing move. in a different stance. Yeah. yeah, but also because this machine is based on heretical technology, it's not as effective against it because the heretical tech is based on a different calendar. So it's it's some it's, metaphysics shit. It's weird but really cool. The guy who wrote it, uh, Yoon Haley. It is that is that the name? Yeah, Yoon Holly. It apparently has like a master's or doctoral in like uh, math. Mm-hmm. So. Like, math is part of it. So, like, the commander's, like, on the fly doing math to generate what's going to be the best formation to battle this. It's cool. It's, like, it sounds weird, but when you read it, it's so cool. So. I'll be the
2: judge of that. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got
0: time. Uh, it's,
1: it's Poetry Month. It's
0: National Poetry Month. Yeah. It's April. I know
1: you said you had a shorter and a longer. I do.
0: I do. I have a shorter one.
1: Uh, well, I mean, we got. Well, all right. Um, uh, Our tech problems continue. Yay. So the, there is a little little glitch of the matrix there.
0: Glitcherino. So, a, gr- um, a glitch-a-doodle.
1: Wow.
2: I'm going to need you to stop that. Yeah. yeah. We had right. this So, so Oops, doodle. we're going to.
1: We're So we're going to try and get through this quickly in case it, the error happens again. Okay. So, Tanya, what's our poem?
0: So this is called Television, and it's by Roald Dahl. The most important thing we've learned, so far as children are concerned, is never, never, never let them near your television set. Or better still, just don't install the idiotic thing at all. In almost every house we've seen... Oh, shit. Womp. Can I restart? No. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> in almost every house we've been, we've seen them gaping at the screen. They loll and slop and lounge about and stare until their eyes pop out. Last week in someone's house, we saw a dozen eyeballs on the floor. They sit and stare and stare and sit until they're hypnotized by it. Until they're absolutely drunk with all that shocking, ghastly junk. And yes, we know it keeps them still. They don't climb on the windowsill. They never fight or kick or punch and they leave you to free to cook the lunch and wash the dishes in the sink. But did you ever stop to think to wonder just exactly what this does to your beloved taught? It rots the sense in the head. It kills imagination dead. It clogs and clutters up the mind. It makes a child so dull and blind. He can no longer understand a fantasy, a fairyland. His brain becomes as soft as cheese. His powers of thinking rust and freeze. He cannot think he only sees. All right. You'll cry. All right. You'll say, but if we take the set away, what shall we do to entertain our darling children? Please explain. We'll answer this by asking you what used the darling children's to do? What use they keep themselves contented before this monster was invented? Have you forgotten? Don't you know, we'll say it very loud and slow. They used to read, they'd read and read and read and read and then proceed to read some more great Scott Gadzooks half their lives were reading books. The nursery shelves held books galore books cluttered up the nursery floor in the bedroom by the bed more books were waiting to be read such wondrous fine fantastic tales of dragons gypsies queens and whales and treasure islands and distant shores where smugglers rowed with muffled oars and pirates waiting wearing purple pants and sailing ships and elephants and cannibals crouching round the pot stirring away at something hot. It's it smells so good. What can it be? Good gracious, it's Penelope. The younger ones had Beatrix Potter with Mr. Todd, the dirty rotter, and Squirrel Nutkin, Pigling Bland, and Miss Tinkle Winkle and just how the camel got his hump and how the monkey lost his rump and Mr. Toad and bless my soul, there's Mr. Rat and Mr. Mole. Oh, books, what books they used to know these children living long ago. So please, oh please, we beg, we pray, go throw your TV set away, and in its place you can install a lovely bookshelf on the wall. Then fill the shelves with lots of books, ignoring all the dirty looks, the screams and yells, the bites, the kicks and children hitting you with sticks, fear not, because we promise you that in about a week or two of having nothing else to do, they'll now begin to feel the need of having something to read. And once they start, oh boy, oh boy, you'll watch the slowly growing joy that fills their hearts. They'll grow so keen, they'll wonder what they'd ever seen in that ridiculous machine, that nauseating, foul, unclean, repulsive television screen. And later, each and every kid will love you more for what you did.
1: Nice. I want purple pants is the real takeaway. Yeah. Purple pirate pants. Look, purple pirate pants. If we're
2: going to stand against Big Razor propaganda, I feel like we should also note that was some big book propaganda. I mean, let's be <laughs> real
0: here. I'm all about big book, though.
2: I am about big book, I like too. I big, big books, books and are... I cannot lie.
0: Anyway. Actually, no. Big books kind of make me
2: No, <laughs> know that he has. I was about to say <laughs> that I love them. but
0: No, yeah. I, I saw that as I was looking around. I'm like, mm, I like it. It's a little long, but yeah, yeah. great yeah good good scott great great scott great green gobs of
1: greasy grimy gopher guts
0: yeah great great gobs of greasy grimy gopher guts mutilated Mutilated monkey monkey meat meat. something 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 little
1: birdie wordy feet i think
0: i don't know yeah but yeah all right so
1: that oh oh, we didn't do our snap oh
0: yeah yeah Yeah. poetry poetry snaps i hate that (laughs) there was a girl i worked with who like instead of clapping in the morning meeting she would like jazz snap. That makes me so uh, I didn't like her anyway and that just helped. <laughs> <laughs> it just helped.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So okay. as you open the mailbox of your coming week, <laughs> I hope that it is filled with Not delightful <laughs> letters and, you know, meaningful notes penned from friends and that the blessing of the beard will be upon you
0: bye thanks for listening to this episode of books beards booze our co-hosts are bob Derek, and tanya our producer is bob for more information visit our website booksbeardsbooze.com follow our social media at tales by bob if you enjoyed this podcast please rate subscribe and share okay bye